X. Um, Sean, I'm going to set it up for you. Go ahead. Yeah, this one gives me some, uh, you know, a little personal joy because I, I hate everybody. I don't know if anybody listens, but I like the uh, – I, I grew up in Miami, so I love the Miami Dolphins. I've been a fan since I was probably before birth. And uh, the Buffalo Bills head coach made a comment that it was released, I guess, last night. They just broke the story this morning. And what he says here is Buffalo Bills coach Sean McDermott was on the defensive after it emerged that he used the September 11, 2001 terrorist attacks as an example of good teamwork in a speech to his players. In an attempt to emphasize the importance of togetherness, he cited the 9-11 hijackers who killed almost 3,000 people in the deadliest terrorist attack on U.S. soil as an occasion where everyone was on the same page and had good communication. Now, just because something may be true doesn't mean you should say it. Yeah, I don't. I mean, even, clearly, clearly, it, it, they had they had a plan and they 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 followed it through to the end. They implemented I mean, it, right? We, yeah, we, I mean, they, we can acknowledge that that part is true, but to to use that as somehow a rallying cry to be a good team. I, well, I don't know. I mean, with a lot of these young athletes and stuff and what social media has done to them, I mean, they are Osama bin Laden's uh, yes. letter to America has been floating around on the Internet as a good thing somehow or another. So, I mean, look, the, a bunch of young Democrats on a football team, maybe that's what – I don't know. I'm well, I, mean, I, guess it, be a, I guess he could use the Hamas attack on October 7th as the same thing. I mean, they did implement a plan and it did work. I mean – I guess you know that's uh it seems a little ridiculous though yeah. that you would you would use this as an example in in, in upstate in New York in New York too yeah this is an example to your team of people that worked well together and um and implemented a plan that was effective well yeah I mean yeah I guess I guess that's true but I don't think I would have said that no I mean that's, no, he, he'll, he'll he may not make it through the end of the weekend no I mean uh, Twitter's on fire about this as they should be I mean people are like you know he's just now he's apologizing he was already to, on the hot seat too he was a little bit because you know they have such a good team and he's not been able they've never you know been able to reach certain levels of the and you have playoffs. a generationally good quarterback yep and Josh who just chokes every time they get in the playoffs and that's been an issue to everybody up there forever and uh then it comes out that he hit he hit this up, and uh, I don't know I don't know how you I don't know where you where do you think Clay that you would you're a coach or a teacher or whatever, and you're like let me use the nine eleven attacks as an example of teamwork like this has never would cross my mind as that's an example like, I can think of so many true things that I could say right now that would get me fired <laughs> I mean like what the Japanese uh, are example of teamwork when they bombed Pearl Harbor because it was an effective attack I, I just. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem like that would be you know. On yesterday was December seventh too, so you know. There, there we go. I, let me say something real quick. I'm glad you brought that up. I, I got off my show yesterday and I did not mention it, and it's I didn't have the date marked. And 100, percent I owe everybody an apology for not mentioning yesterday being December seventh, a day that will live in infamy. Uh, and I went the whole show without saying anything. Didn't didn't catch it till after. Actually, John Bond had texted me after the show and uh, had mentioned. Uh, we got to talking about it and it just it kind of came up in the conversation. I mm. said, man, I said, you know, have you realized that the further away we get from our greatest generation's uh, biggest battles, biggest struggles, big, you know, the things that define this country in this in this last century, it, the, the news isn't inundated with things that bring us together anymore. Mm. I mean, used to, Sean, when we were growing up, maybe it's because we were in school, too, and they always brought about, brought this kind of stuff up in school. But it always seemed like even post 9-11 that we really put an emphasis on these, I don't want to call them holidays, but the, the, these, these national days of remembrance and stuff of that nature, yep. uh, Pearl Harbor Day, uh, Memorial Day, uh, all these things. And now we just don't feel like we talk about them anymore. Like the news doesn't have a day of remembrance talking about it anymore because, I mean, there's only, I think there's only like six people 
left five is what i saw this morning five and one showed up yesterday yeah Yeah. and i heard his interview Mm -hmm. and there are only five survivors of the pearl harbor attack he's like 108 yeah something like that or something Mm -hmm. like that you know so it's like as these people die off we just don't talk about it anymore and it's really really sad so i uh, again and i'm i'm guilty of that i I did it i have have, i have a radio show and i didn't mention it yesterday and um and i felt bad about it i'm glad you brought it up because i wanted to mention that i was thinking about that funny we're talking about now i was thinking about that this morning i was like you know i didn't notice that anybody talked about it yesterday you'd still you know you'd still see that for years and years it's got less and less and i get it's what 82 years ago now so i mean but um yeah there uh i didn't see anything yesterday anybody discussing it at all i don't did they even do a Nah, I guess they did that ceremony out there. I don't know that. I didn't even see President Biden. He probably said something. I just missed it. And, and, and in defense of the news, I actually don't watch the news anymore. So unless I, I get my news from from websites and from social media uh, with news news organizations sharing their links. So in, in defense, Fox News could have dedicated their whole day to it yesterday, and, and I would be no, no worse yeah. for the wear. That's, yeah, that's true. I, didn't, I don't watch CNN or Fox News or anything like that yeah. anymore. Um so, but I, yeah, they could have done that, and I, I just missed it. Well, same thing though. I noticed, you know, this past September, or we're, we're what twenty two years past nine eleven. So, I mean, if you're, you know, if you were thirty, if you're thirty now, you're just a little kid when that happened. So it's just, it's, you know, it's just kind of pushing further and further from memory as years and I, go by. And and I'll be honest, I, I have politicized the nine eleven um, memorial stuff a little bit myself. Seeing Joe Biden out there when they do the memorial, and I don't think he went this year. But to see it just it disgusted me so much I couldn't watch the ceremonies. Well, I mean, the, but it shouldn't. Though. I mean, even if Trump's there, Biden's there. I mean, this is a day that I think we all should kind of put everything aside for a moment. You know about well, it's, I'll be honest. As the further removed we get from it, knowing our government's involvement in a lot of it, it's it's kind of hard to see them. It's kind of like giving a fireman who starts the fire so he can put it out on the ward. You know, I kind of I kind of have a little harder time getting behind our government and having a memorial ceremony for the people they had a big part in killing. You're talking about like a 9-11 conspiracy kind I, of not, thing? I don't think it's conspiracies, but... Yeah, I don't... I mean, I mean they throw that conspiracy word out there to, to make you look like a kook, and I don't think that's necessarily the case. A lot of money was made well, I mean, in I'm, our military-industrial complex. Yeah, I, I guess I would, I would say... Obviously, I don't think there was a government conspiracy by 9-11, but I would say that there was a lot of money made... Where I, with they were they were I do know this they were planning an invasion of Iraq before nine eleven the, the intel like was there that this yeah. was going to happen they chose not to stop it I mean but there's you know there's those Clay that say that like Roosevelt allowed Pearl Harbor to happen that they you know that he knew because he wanted to get in the war and I think that's ridiculous because he would have wiped out his Pacific fleet it still makes no sense to me but but there are those that do believe that oh and that what Tor Toro was about um I mean that's a movie about Pearl Harbor but yeah. I don't know if it I haven't seen that forever yeah, I had that scene in there. Um, but there's yeah there's I mean there is there is a big movement that for people that believe that Roosevelt because Roosevelt wanted to get in the war really badly brother I, a, in retrospect post COVID mm-hmm. I I believe everything about our government trying to kill us you know Robert Kennedy said that yesterday at town hall we both watched which was I thought was really interesting about the releasing of the JFK files and he said that you know. But David was asking him specifically, like, would you on day one do this release? And he said, yeah, yeah I would. Um, and apparently it's the uh, JFK Assassination Act of 2017. We're actually it's breaking like, the law by not releasing them. Yeah. And then like, and he was saying, he's like, you know, Trump didn't release it either. And he couldn't figure out why yeah. he wouldn't because he didn't like the CIA anyway. So why wouldn't he do that? And then Biden hasn't done it. And nobody and Kennedy's take on that was pretty interesting to me where he said that he felt like he said all the people that were involved in that are dead now. 
they're all dead now. And uh, so the only reason that you would not release it is because there's some sort of institutional liability. Liability, right? That's the word to use. Would well, be a lot of lawsuits. I've heard other people bring this up here recently, actually, on Tim Pool's show. Mm-hmm. There's still a lot of institutional liability uh, families of people who. Um, the, the major companies that are involved, it's it's all kind of stuff that you know your your war your war companies could be sued. I have to go back and find it, but there's a lot of money to be to be made via lawsuits of people if this ever comes out. If they said whatever the is in the rest of the files, but I'm sure that, I, I'm sure they can also yeah I'm sure they could also people who were part of the cover up and this that, and the other. But look, I'm sure there's people. I'm sure there's ways they can say. You can't sue on this. I mean, they do that, right? Yeah, I mean, there's just statute of limitations on stuff. I don't even know what the lawsuits would be. That's beyond yeah. me, you know, about what that possible. But why? But I thought his but it's also public point, trust, public trust in, in our, that's in our what intelligence were, agencies. That's what they were saying. And also, Kennedy's point that he's like, you know, Trump hates the CIA, so he didn't understand why he wouldn't release it because it was passed during his administration. He said he was going to release it, but then he stopped it. Yeah, which was interesting. Mean, I don't know why he would have done that. So there must have been there must be some reason why they're not doing this. Like so, they're not doing that. So without jumping all the way down this rabbit hole just yep. yet, uh, I actually had that in my notes to talk about. So I'm, I'm glad we're fired up about the same thing. Yeah. Uh, about nine eleven, real quick. Mm. Did I used to believe it was an inside job? N- no, I think like most people, I'd never want to believe that. But if you look, you look at what they did with Kennedy, then I'm telling you what they did with COVID, and then the COVID vaccine. I mean, forcing military members to ret- to to quit because they wouldn't take that jab, and just what they did to American citizens. And I'm just looking at the military side of it, brother. Nothing, nothing surprises me. Well, I have to go back and look through history and say. What other situations did we find ourselves in, at least in the 19th century and, and beyond, mm-hmm. that were 100% uh, self-serving, power grabs, or financial? I mean, one of the, I mean, you know, the thing is, let me, let, me, let me set it up this way. Do I think you're like, I'm not going to say, oh, you're crazy. No, I don't believe. I, I can see exactly why you think that this is possible. Yeah. I totally get that because I do. I've obviously felt for my entire life that studying the JFK assassination felt that that was a conspiracy involved in that. Um, but then you can, there's a lot of other things you can jump to the Gulf of Tonkin incident, which pretty much got our, like solidified our involvement in the Vietnam war, which we, everybody believes now was a setup and we, the attack was fake and all that. I mean, there's a lot of theories and proof to that effect. And that's what actually involved Johnson getting us fully involved. I and mean, we were involved in Vietnam to a certain extent before then, but then that's really what pushed us over the line. And then, um, and then now you, of course you come to, Come to something like nine eleven, right? I don't want person. I don't want to believe that either. Like sure. obviously, I mean, because this was supposed, you know, and you're not fly, left to fly my flag and yeah, you know, I, salute the soldiers, right? I mean, you know, but then you what what always bothers me is that what you see is what we did immediately thereafter with our attack in Iraq, and um, which everything I've read, I'm sure you've read the same things I have that the neocons were setting this up before 9-11 ever happened. Oh, yeah. Like, they were... And then if there's a really good movie that I watched... Uh, no, I can't remember what it's called, but it's about Knight Ritter. It's with Woody Harrelson. And they talk about, um, you know, how all the news organizations had got together to pump the war up. And it... Um, and, and Knight Ritter was the only news organization... You know what Knight Ritter... Like, they just used to write stories, and they'd, pub- they'd publish them in different newspapers. They weren't kind of like, like the AP? Yeah, it's kind of like the AP. Okay. And Knight Ritter was the only one that was writing, was actually talking to sources within the Pentagon and getting the real information like, this is a setup. Like, we don't, this is all bogus. I mean, I came up being brainwashed that if you were, if you weren't pro-war, you hated America. Well, that's what they did to us in like 2002, 2003. Yeah. Like, you've got to be pro this war or you hate America. And because Iraq had weapons of mass destruction, we know it. 
uh, I, I love where this is going. Hold that thought. Let's take a break. Guys, I would love the text lines blowing up. If y'all want to chime in, Guns and Gear text line 769-241-1944. Phone line 601-879-0002. Would love to hear the public's opinion on this as well. I got Sean York Karan here in the studio with me. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show with Sean York Karan here on WYAB. This segment is going to be brought to you by friends over at Steinington Farm Beef. Hey, guys, they're going to be in town this upcoming Friday. One week from today, they'll be delivering. So you have till Thursday to get your grass-fed, grass-finished, antibiotic, MRNA-free, steroid-free, locally sourced right down in Perkinston, Mississippi, beef brought up here to you. Man, you will not be disappointed. I got a freezer full. So excited every time I unwrap or defrost a pack of that hamburger meat or one of those chuck-eye steaks. You can be as excited as I am. It's 100% grass-fed, 100% grass-finished, and they will be delivering up here to three local locations next Friday. You work it out with them which one works best for you. Jump jump online, stoningtonfarm.com. That's stonington with two N's, farm.com. Or you can always just Google it or DuckDuckGo or whatever your search engine of choice is, Stonington Farms. You'll go to the website there. You'll pick View Our Cuts. You'll decide what you want. It's got the prices there. You, you, you're probably thinking to yourself, if you're new here, well, Clay, what what if I can't afford, you know, a minimum order or something like that? You don't have. There's not a minimum order. Uh, except one pack, one pound. However, it's chopped up. So one pound of hamburger meat or one steak. You can get as little as that, or you can get a whole cow. But don't wait till Thursday to try to get your whole cow. Talk to them in advance. Get all that worked out. And uh, I'm not sure how the process works as far as that goes but they got quarter cow half cow and whole cow specials uh, you can get it chopped up however you like and of course you can just get a pound of hamburger meat if you so choose uh, they actually have a special this month let me pull it up real quick and we'll get back to the chaos here on the clip we'll show uh katie stonington yeah the specials in december are new york strips for only 16.99 a pound and they also have sirloin steak at 9.99 a pound that is grass-fed, grass-finished beef from right here in Mississippi. Stonington Farms. All right, Sean, you're at Karan. I just uh, pulled up that movie. It's called Shock and Awe with Woody Harrelson. If anybody wants to watch it, it's really worth it. It's on Prime Video. It's been right. it's, a, it's a great movie. Let's uh, let's check some of the guns in your text. Uh, uh, Tyler texts in and just says, Recruiting numbers are across all branches or way down. They've, been, they've even started making regular service members recruit he says the numbers are also the numbers are showing a decline in americans blindly believing in the government as well so yeah, yeah. I, I actually i know they're the recruiting numbers done with all, all except for the marine corps i believe is the only one that's actually met it's recruiting girl and i just read that there i kind of follow obviously i was in the marines so i kind of follow that stuff and i think they're the only ones i always uh joke that the reason the Marine Corps meets is because if you want to join the Marines, you got to be a little crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. That's how, like you know you want to do that, so you just go into that. But yeah, but that's what know, I've read. And you know, speaking of conspiracy theories and whatnot, we brought this up during the break. You know, Dick Durbin, Senator Dick Durbin from Illinois, mm-hmm. Democrat, uh, suggested allowing uh, all these military age migrants that have come into our country, male migrants who have come into our country illegally over the last three years, just allow them to join the military as a kind of a free pass to citizenship. And, you know, yeah, big picture, do I think that that would be a great way, uh, you know, in a, in a normal world, in a normal society, that'd be a good way to get somebody into the, to become an American citizen? Sure, that sounds great on paper, but considering that I believe our government is looking for a way to 
constantly be at war with its citizenry, uh, I, I have to currently be against it. Because we always bring this conversation up. Well, who are they going to get to to come knock on doors and tote guns uh, to, and take your guns? It's not going to be the National Guard from your state. Well, it, it won't even have to be fellow Americans doing it to fellow Americans. You bring in some uh, soulless foreigners from other places. And when I say soulless, I just mean people that don't know you, stuff of that nature, people that don't have a connection with you. And then they do it because it's their job. They're just looking at it like a job. Well, I think a lot of military members who join because they're patriotic, they would never do that to fellow Americans. I'm sure there's some that will. Don't get me wrong. I know there's some nut jobs, some of these um, LGBTQ agenda people that would absolutely uh, get off on coming to Brandon, Mississippi and try, trying to take my guns. But you get some, some foreigners that have no skin in the game. Because uh, you know, I would go to their country and do it given the opportunity. I guess, you know, I feel differently in this aspect. I think that it, it was a good idea as to uh, if, like, you want to become a citizen, you want to earn it that way. I remember my dad was trying to tell me when he came here in 68, he tried to join, but they wouldn't let you during the Vietnam War. I think that's what the story he told me. Anyway, I think if you're trying to become a citizen, I think it's, in theory, it sounds great to me because you're earning your citizenship that way. Um, if we get to the point, Clay, that, like, the military is taking our guns. We're in a we're in a pretty bad boat at that point, though. Well, if we, if, you're, you're, if it plays out the way you're saying, like, I mean, I think everything else is broken down at that point where we're I, doing that. Just like Jackson can't handle another term of Chakwe Lumumba, America can't handle another term of these neocon and Democrats that currently run this country. I mean, look, as bad as I think Joe Biden is, I think a Nikki Haley, Chris Christie. Even Ron DeSantis at this point, if he's taking money from these people, I think a term with them at president is going to be really terrible. I think the only three people that I think can salvage America and prevent this from happening, obviously, number one being Donald Trump. Number two, kind of a coin toss, two or three, uh, RFK Jr. and Vivek. Mm -hmm. You know, there's some things I disagree with with RFK Jr. on, mainly his um, he's he's a he's a green nut job. He's a climate nut job. Yeah, he's been an environmental lawyer for decades, right? Yeah, yeah, and I think that's one of the biggest grifts in the world right now is all this electric car nonsense and green energy and yada yada yada. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a grift. I mean, we yeah, have seen. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely it's... a grift. You know, so that would that would be my that would be my problem with voting for RFK is his is the green stuff, the the climate stuff. But other than that, I really do like the guy, and he, he was absolutely be better than than Nikki Haley. Or any of that bunch that was on that stage the other night, uh, Sands Vivek. Nikki Haley, we're gonna just it's gonna be might as well let's go back to two thousand three if Nikki Haley gets elected president. I mean, that's she, what I'm that's what my concern with her is. She she's she's George W. Bush. That's yeah. That, I mean I thought Vivek, you know, and I there's some things I like about Vivek, there's some things I don't like about him, but he his he was his performance in that debate was excellent the other yeah. night. And he when he called her what uh, Dick Cheney with lipstick or something like yeah. that, I think it what it was. I mean, which is really accurate description of her. I think where she's, um, I think she's a New York and <laughs> People thought he was calling her her Dick Cheney and Hills. He was calling Ron DeSantis Dick Cheney yeah, and Hills. Dick Cheney and Hills. I mean, it was like a third right. level, fourth dimensional joke. Oh, and that bridge comment when he said, "You know, your foreign policy experience, Chris Christie, is uh, set up that bridge between blocking that bridge between New York and New Jersey." I was like, ooh. That was a rough. That was a rough one. But yeah, I think you know everybody really like. I brought up this movie, Shock and All, talking about how Knight Ritter reported um, all this stuff about in the lead up to the Iraq, and they're only news agency talking about the um, the real the real news, the real that the Bush administration did not have evidence of mass destruction. That was all kind of made up at the time. 
that's what worries me about somebody like Nikki Haley, and not this debate, but the one before last. She was talking about basically let's go to war everywhere. And yeah. I mean, I think that's what you'd see again with the Haley administration. Yeah. Uh, Chris Hinkle says on the guns and your text line. So RFK's pro-abortion up to birth is okay for you. And uh, this goes back to me not knowing all of RFK's mm. positions. So obviously I'm a zero. I'm zero on abortion. No abortion is okay. I don't care what your uh, what malfunctions your kid may be born with. Deal with it. And I know that ain't a popular opinion, but that's just mine. I know in Texas right now there's a lawsuit that a lady won. She did, yeah. That you know she, uh, that her her birth could end up affecting her being able to. She wants to have an abortion because the birth may affect her being able to have more kids. Uh, okay. But hopefully the st- the state is appealing and hopefully they'll they'll win. All right, let's take a break real quick. Come back, land the plane for the day with Sean York, Ron, and myself here on the Clay Edwards Show. I hope you enjoyed this clip of today's Clay Edwards Show. You can tune in live every Monday through Friday, seven to nine a.m. on one hundred three point nine FM WYAB in Central Mississippi. You can stream it worldwide and live at WYAB.com, the TuneIn app, or Alexa. Just search WYAB. And, of course, you're listening now on a podcast, so you can just hit subscribe where you're at. We update daily right here on The Clay Edwards Show. And check out all things Clay Edwards at ClayEdwardsShow.com for shirts and more. Peace.